It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to Least of These, where I cover the cases that need it most, because every life matters and everyone deserves justice. I'm your host, Leah D., and today I'll be covering the case of Winner Gano and Zell Howard in Newport News, Virginia. Let's get right to it. In May of 2021, 35-year-old Sarah Gano and her fiancé, John Howard, were living in an apartment in the 300 block of Hilltop Drive in Newport News, Virginia. They lived there in that apartment with Sarah's daughter from a previous relationship, 8-year-old Winter, and a 10-month-old son Sarah shared with John. His name was Zell. Taking a scroll way on back through Sarah's Facebook, it appears she was born in Victorville, California but had spent the majority of her life right there in the Newport News area. Graduating from Warwick High School in 2002, and at some time attending what was formerly known as Thomas Nelson Community College, where she studied art. She described herself in her bio as lifting heavy things slash artist slash gamer slash nerd slash witch slash inked slash badass, slash demon mother of three, slash cat mom, slash 23 to 1, OMETD beast. I haven't a clue what the hell a 23 to 1 OMETD beast is, but bonus points if you do. And if you just so happen to, feel free to shoot me a message, cause your girl is curious. Anyhow, it appears Sarah held a string of retail jobs, often working for just a few months at a time before moving on. There was Best Buy for a couple months, a job at Noodles & Company twice, first in 2015 from August to October, and then the following year from April to May. Then she was at 7-Eleven for three months, followed by Kroger where she worked for five months, ending her employment in July of 2019. It seems she was unable to settle down or stick to anything. And with several of the employers, either she quit or was let go during the probationary period. Make of that what you will. 
The Virginian pilot reported that by May of 2021, Sarah had gotten a new job as a delivery driver at a local sandwich shop. Her fiancé, John, appears to have been the one with more stable employment, although it's unclear exactly what that employment was. Life for the Gano-Howard clan seemed to be happy, at least on social media. Sarah posted her love for fiancé John, calling him her love, her king, and her dragon. There was that alongside photos of the two kids. Eight-year-old Winter, who very fittingly loved all things Elsa and Frozen, music, and cats. Winter was reportedly autistic. Sarah frequently adorned her profile photos with filters and support of organizations raising awareness about autism. And then there were endless selfies of Winter and her mother Sarah, with captions like the Mama Vixen and her little snowflake diva. Sarah often referred to herself as a vixen and Winter as a diva. In the summer of 2020, John and Sarah welcomed another child. This, of course, was their first together. Sarah posted a photo of a perfect baby boy, swaddled in that unmistakable hospital blanket, you know, the one with the pink and blue stripes, on July 25, 2020. They named him Zell Perry Howard. What no one could have known at the time is that just 10 months later, there would be no more happy, smiling selfies on Facebook, and life as they knew it would be changed forever. May 10, 2021 started out like any other day. Sarah Gano was at the residences at Cedar Apartment with 8-year-old Winter and 10-month-old Zell. According to police documents, John was at work when he got a voice text from Sarah at around 9.30 p.m. She said, Don't be sad, but the house will be bloody when you get home. John jumped into his car and raced towards the apartment, calling 911 as he drove. First responders were on their way, but John beat them there. The front door was locked, so he grabbed his key and made his way into the apartment. Nothing could have prepared him for the horrific scene before him. There were large amounts of blood in all the bedrooms. He frantically searched for the kids. Eventually, he made his way to the master bedroom where he found Sarah, Winter, and Zell lying on the bed, covered in blood. The Virginian pilot reported that Sarah and Winter were next to each other and baby Zell was lying motionless at the foot of the bed. Officers and paramedics arrived as John cried out for help. Police immediately handcuffed Sarah Gano on her bed, and they, along with medics, attended to the children. While they fought frantically to save them, Sarah stated to officers, My babies, I had to save them from the demons. Winter and Zell had been stabbed multiple times and Sarah herself had what were described in police documents as superficial stab wounds to her body and bruises to her right arm and hand. Officers located two pocket knives nearby. While Sarah's wounds were superficial, the children's were not. Ten-month-old Zell Howard had multiple stab wounds to his tiny chest, as well as an evisceration to his abdomen. An evisceration, meaning the cut to this baby's abdomen, was so deep, his internal organs were protruding 
outside of his body. It's also sometimes referred to as partial disembowelment. Paramedics tried to save Zell, but it was too late. He was pronounced deceased at the scene. Eight-year-old Winter had been stabbed over 50 times and had also suffered an evisceration to the abdomen. As paramedics tended to her injuries, at one point she must have called out to her mom because officers reportedly heard John as he reassured her, stating, I know you want mommy. I'm not sure there's anything more heartbreaking than that. Winter was rushed to a local hospital and then life-flighted to Children's Hospital of the King's Daughters in Norfolk, Virginia with life-threatening injuries. As Winter fought for her life, police processed the scene and took Sarah Gano into custody. Gano was transported to Riverside Regional Medical Center for treatment. She was quickly medically cleared and taken to Newport News Police Headquarters. Gano waived her Miranda rights and spoke with investigators, admitting that she had stabbed her two children with a pocket knife multiple times, and that she sustained the bruising to her right hand and arm as she was, quote, hammering the knife as she stabbed her children. Officers also noted a bite mark on Sarah's right forearm. When questioned about it, she stated that Winter had bit her during the attack in an attempt to get free. Sarah Gano was charged with second-degree murder, aggravated malicious wounding, two counts of felony child abuse, and two counts of stabbing in the commission of a felony. After her arrest, Gano was sent to Central State Hospital, which is a secure hospital in Richmond, Virginia, that specializes in treating the mentally ill. The brutal attack on two innocent children left the community in shock as well as the officers and medics who responded to that call. Three days after the attack on May 13, 2021, Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew held a CARE Walk, CARE standing for Community Awareness, Reconnection, and Education. WTKR and the Daily Press reported on the event, which was held in the neighborhood where the attack had happened. The police chief, community members, paramedics, and officers gathered together to lean on each other and to pray for Winter Gano. Chief Drew spoke, stating, I want to make sure that this community and the family know that we care about them, that they matter, that individuals who reside here and the kids know that they matter, and the family know that she's not just a statistic. Winter and Zell are people that we care about. He then went on to give an update on eight-year-old Winter. He said, We were able to get in and see Winter. We stayed about 15 minutes. She was heavily sedated. She had some stuffed animals around her, but I needed to put eyes on her. I needed to see her. I appreciate CHKD for allowing us to do that. Chief Drew also revealed that his department had responded to at least two domestic-related calls for service at Gano's home earlier that year, although he didn't provide any other details, only stating it's hard when things happen behind closed doors and walls. In an emotional moment, Chief Drew embraced John Howard and offered his condolences to John, the grandparents, and other family members before he visited the small but growing memorial outside the apartment.
The chief crouched down and straightened out the toys, teddy bears, and balloons community members had left in honor of Zell and Winter. Employees from the school Winter attended Lee Hall Elementary School were also present. Serata Fox, a counselor at Lee Hall, spoke about Winter, saying she is bubbly, always joyful, happy, always singing. She would compliment you on anything, such as saying, oh, that's a nice shirt, and your hair is so beautiful, and I love you. She went on to say, if we brought a new student into the classroom, she would automatically go up to the student and introduce her. She's just like an abundance of joy, and you never see her upset, crying, or anything like that. She's smart, intelligent, highly intelligent. When I say highly intelligent, she was in the first grade reading on a fifth grade level. It was hard for anyone to believe that this smart and bubbly child was now fighting for her life and her baby brother was gone. Did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? According to the EPA, indoor air could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases, it could be a hundred times more polluted. New data from the World Health Organization shows that nine out of ten people breathe air that exceeds the World Health Organization's pollution limits, and that air pollution is responsible for nearly seven million premature deaths across the world every year. My house is full of pets. We're talking three dogs, four cats, and Sir Hamilton the hamster. Considering that the most common allergy triggers are the airborne ones, like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold, between the pets and the pollen, air quality was a major issue for me. Or at least it was until I found Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so your lungs don't have to with an ultra-HEPA filter that's been independently tested to remove 99.9% of tested bacteria and viruses. And when it comes to allergens, Air Doctor virtually removes 100% of particles as small as 0.003 microns in size. Of course, allergens can vary, but the average pollen size is about 25 microns. That's a whole lot of pollen you won't be breathing in. And there's literally no risk in trying. Air Doctor comes with a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund, minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code LEASTOFTHESE, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O dot com and use promo code least of these. Ten-month-old Zell was laid to rest, remembered in his obituary as a happy baby boy who was known to make others laugh and always had a smile on his face. He was affectionately known as Little Squish and Little Dragon by those that loved him. Weeks passed and thankfully Winter was able to make a physical recovery, though her life would never be the same. 
She had lost her baby brother and her mother all in one instant. But why? How does a person go from a seemingly loving and attentive mother to a murderer? While many of Sarah's posts on Facebook before the attack were of her children, especially Winter, and seemed to be upbeat and happy, along with the smiling photos, there were some signs that Sarah had a darker side. In between posts about Disney princesses and photos of the children were photos of Pennywise the Clown and other horror movie characters. A selfie of Sarah and her daughter in which Sarah had on vampire teeth with a filter from the TV series Buffy the Vampire Slayer with text that read, Seize the moment, cause tomorrow you might be dead. On several occasions, Sarah made reference to witchcraft and claimed to be a witch. There are multiple selfies of Sarah with filters of devil horns. One captioned, Hell is gonna be lit. And in another, she referred to herself as Mama Demon. And then there's a pregnancy announcement, posted on December 8th of 2019. She wrote in part, We're now pregnant with Demon Spawn. While plenty of non-murderous people are fans of horror movies and into the darker side of things, in Sarah's case, it sure seems like a whole lot of demon talk for a mother who claims she had murdered one child and attempted to murder the other one to, in her own words, save them from the demons. Sarah's Facebook page as well as accounts from neighbors claiming that Sarah had told them she practiced witchcraft led to many salacious headlines like mom disembowels baby and stabs daughter in witchcraft-inspired attack from the Daily Star, or from 7 News, woman who disemboweled baby's son and stabbed daughter liked to dip into witchcraft. And that's just to name a few. As the story made its way onto social media, people were divided. Some theorize that Sarah could have been suffering from postpartum psychosis or some other mental health condition. Others claim the attack was some kind of satanic ritual rooted in black magic, and many believed Sarah Gano was just downright evil. One neighbor who spoke to WTKR News, who did not wish to be identified, felt something with Sarah wasn't quite right. The neighbor recalled a recent encounter with Sarah and the kids, stating to the outlet, the kids were sitting on the steps and she was just sitting on the curb and she was just laying out there on the sidewalk. I was like, something is wrong with that one. Another neighbor spoke to the Daily Press and recalled that Sarah Gano typically kept to herself, her children, and her cats. But on the night of the attack, the neighbor told the outlet that she heard Sarah shouting out the first floor window in what she described as an irate and super loud manner about five minutes before the police swarmed the apartment. Even with the accounts from the neighbors and Sarah Gano's social media accounts, it just didn't make sense. The attack was so brutal and seemed to have come out of left field. I mean, sure, there were some who thought Sarah was strange, but strange doesn't equal crazed murderous monster. As much as the community wanted answers, the police kept quiet not releasing any more details about the crime or what motivated Sarah Gano to turn on her two children. But there was one thing they did have to address, and that was Salem. You see, Sarah had lost a child previously, her firstborn daughter. 
Salem Jade Fullerton was born on January 22, 2012, in nearby Winchester, Virginia. She was exactly seven months old when, according to her obituary, she passed away unexpectedly on August 22, 2012. The Daily Press reached out to Administrator for the State Medical Examiner's Office, Donna Price, and inquired about Salem's death. Price told the outlet that the autopsy lists Salem's death as sudden unexpected infant death associated with co-sleeping. A contributing factor was that Salem had been born premature. The manner of death was ruled undetermined. However, Price told the Daily Press that undetermined was a standard ruling in sudden infant death cases. According to Police Chief Drew, not only were investigators aware of Salem's death, but they were looking into it. He said, we will take a second look. I'm not trying to insinuate in any way that we've opened another case, but I have just asked our detectives to go back and look at those reports. I'm not accusing nobody of nothing here either, but I do want to point out that according to the National Library of Medicine, 90% of SIDS cases happen in children six months or younger, with the most increased incidence, around 70% of that 90, occurring between two and four months of age. Salem was seven months old. However, she was reportedly premature, which does increase the risk factor although the level depends on the level of prematurity. And that's something we just don't have access to. At the time of this recording, nothing further has been released by police about Salem's death. But it has left many questioning. The months ticked on and the case faded from the headlines. And then, in March of 2022, WAVY reported that Sarah Ganeau waived her right to a preliminary hearing, leading many court watchers to believe that Gano was planning to enter a guilty plea. They were right. A year and some change later, on Friday, June 9, 2023, Sarah Gano pled guilty to four of the six charges she was facing, including second-degree murder, assault that injured the victim, and two counts of child abuse with serious injury, according to online court documents. The Virginian pilot reported that the other two charges, two counts of stabbing and the commission of a felony, were dropped as part of the plea agreement. At the court hearing, prosecutors outlined the bare-bones facts of the case to the presiding judge, Circuit Court Judge Matthew W. Hoffman, detailing the voice text to John Howard that night, the brutality of the attack, and that Sarah had confessed to police that she had stabbed her two children with a pocket knife. Of course, presenting the judge with all of the evidence, including the police reports, medical records, medical examiner's report, Sarah's confession, and the body cam footage from that night. Attorneys for Ganeau told the judge they had no further evidence to present and only wished to submit to the court a 34-page evaluation report to give a complete summary of Sarah Ganeau's mental health history. The evaluation was completed by Dr. Andrew Osborne, a clinical psychologist at Bluestone Forensic Evaluations in Williamsburg. While we don't know the complete summary of Gano's mental health history, what we do know is that Dr. Osborne determined that not only was Gano sane at the time of the crime, but also competent to understand the proceedings against her. 
During the proceeding, Judge Hoffman asked Gano, are you pleading guilty because you are in fact guilty? She hesitated before she said through tears, yes, your honor. The judge accepted Gano's plea. Sarah Gano faces life in prison, her sentencing scheduled for September 8th of this year. There were no agreements made in the plea deal for how much time she would spend behind bars, so that remains to be seen. The community of Newport News, Virginia, will never forget the brutality of the events that occurred that night of May 10, 2021, or the loss of baby Zell. They'll never forget the horror of it all. But they'll also remember the bravery of winter. A little girl who fought for her life that night and continued to fight through her recovery. The family has chosen to keep winter and information about her out of the spotlight. And who could blame them? They've already been through so much. It appears that winter is healthy and happy. And that, my friends, is the best news of all. For more information about this case, head over to my Instagram at least underscore of these or my Facebook at least of these podcast. I'll be bringing you an all new episode next Thursday. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already so you don't miss it. You can finally get all your episodes ad free just the way you like them for just $2 a month. And as a member of Patreon, you'll be the first to be notified when new tiers will be launched with exclusive episodes and a few bonus surprises. Head on over to patreon.com slash least of these to support the show today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring. If you know something, say something. And until next time, be good to each other.